live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. This was so, not Hunt for Red October, which was... You know what? That was... <laughs> the first thing that I was going to say is that this is not the Hunt for Red October, but I have to say, it kind of won me over. Uh, well, the first uh, act, the I first kind of bored. Oh, it was really boring, yeah. No, it was. But, but the way that they structured the second act and... It just kind of kept accelerating and accelerating, and uh, the dialogue was completely uh, cliche, <laughs> and I mean as cliche as you can possibly get, and um, it was, and the opticals were so-so, but um, Gerard Butler, though, see, I went in thinking this was going to be a piece of crap because I really don't like him. Yeah, I know you don't like him. I know. I don't, I don't like how he talks out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> and he had gum in his mouth half the time. And I was like, spit the gum out or swallow it, buddy. Cause. Well, but but at least they gave him really stupid things to say. Right. <laughs> but you know what? Everybody that was on this thing at least was sta- saying stupid things unilaterally and what universe does common act better than gary oldman i know (laughs) what happens because gary oldman's usually a really strong actor no you're absolutely right and gary oldman was absolutely chewing scenery i mean holy crap he was terrible i don't know what happened yeah i did you know i swear you know what was really weird it was it was almost like he wasn't in the same film as everybody else. Now here, here's the weird thing. Yeah. There was something about it that was, yeah, he was lost. Yeah, he was completely lost. I mean, and, you know, and his character just was like uh, as random as you possibly could get, especially considering you know that he was supposed to be the secretary of uh, yes of uh, big boats go choo choo. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was uh, it, it was interesting, but. I gotta tell you, at the same time, <laughs> but by the end of it, um, I I kind of kind of halfway won me over. Well, I did like the I like the last part, like the last third of the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it, it got interesting. Yeah, it got interesting. It, it did. Oh, by the way, yeah, we saw Hunter Killer. An untested American submarine captain teams up with the United States Navy SEALs to rescue the Russian president who has been kidnapped by a rogue general. By a rogue general. Yeah, which, right. by the way, the rogue general was not very intimidating, was he? He was just a little short. Really weird. <laughs> See, I now now that was a weird piece of casting. Yes. You know, because... Um, All the Russians were weird. Like <laughs> they're really weird. <laughs> it's like how we see Russians, I guess. Yeah, I it, there was something. Uh, there was something kind of... Yeah, did you notice that, that almost... Every Russian had a scar. (laughs) (laughs) What was up with that? It was like. um, I guess what killed me were the ones on the destroyer that they looked. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look right. Like. No, they. they, they, uh, Costumes or something. I don't know what it was, but it bothered me. 
But well, yeah, it, one thing that I really did think was amazing was the helmets that everybody was wearing <laughs> that looked exactly <laughs> like the the absolutely <laughs> like the the sperm from Woody Allen's film. Yes, uh, uh, everything you want to know about sex. Everything you want to know about sex. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the helmets that the sperm were wearing. They were the except, same helmets, except for they weren't white. I think they were white. <laughs> they though. weren't. Yeah. The, well, the thing is, they found those helmets <laughs> and they painted them green. <laughs> That's all I could see after you you, you said that. And yeah. I I said that take. during the film. It, so I was looking at gum in Gerard Butler's <laughs> mouth and thinking about sperm. It oh, yeah. kind of slowed it down for me. Yeah, but um, yeah, overall. And that one girl, I, I was trying to find out, figure out her name, but she was from that show I used to like called Freaks and Geeks. Oh, right, right. That was way back in. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. She was, uh, she was, she always played outsider. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why don't you pull up a name? I don't know. I mean, this was based on a book, right? So it was kind of like uh you mean I, these people can read? I felt like the story was kind of, uh, like you said, cliche. It was all it was all very cliche, but I there, I don't know. There were a couple of things that are that were just kind of uh, interesting to write along on. You know, what can what can I? I say? did like there was one thing with these things going through the air that I liked, like that was pretty. You know, thing happened. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it was cool. Yeah, back and forth. <laughs> I'm trying to be very big. <laughs> but there, there's one thing where I was like, this is really stupid because there was at one point where somebody could have communicated with somebody like well, early on. Yeah. And then all the shit that happened there oh, would have it's never. It's always that way. Yeah. You know, it's always that way. It's it. You know, films were so much easier before cell phones came along because now the question that you have to ask yourself is why doesn't Bill just call Nancy and say, hey. Right, you know, my my bad. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm on this. Uh, yeah, I'm, on I'm, this, on, I'm over I'm here. This, I, I, you I'm might not want to do what yeah, you're thinking about doing. That, exactly. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I, but you know, I have to say, and did people not bounce back really fast after they got shot? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll like ten minutes later, they're wearing a new shirt and they're like, hey, what's uh, up? Hey, what's up? I've been, I, I've been, sh- and, and you know the. Uh, Oh, that's it. Well, that's her, Linda, right? Linda. Linda Card Cardellini. Cardellini, yes. Yeah, she she was actually kind of awesome. Yeah, it's like she hasn't really done a lot. I mean, she's done a lot of some TV. Oh, I've I, always liked her character. But yeah, I used to be a huge fan of uh, Freaks and Geeks. That was like years ago. That was like what ninety something. I don't even some, know what that was. Some. Anyway, some some. But yeah, it was some some. That's some great people on that show. But anyway, you know what? You know the other thing I have to say about this is that the the production design was really spot on. It was it was pretty cool. I mean, the submarine. I don't know what was a set. Yeah. I mean, it kind of. The thing is, the inside of the submarines. The sh- I like those shots, but the, some it, of the shots with those submarines going through the water. Yeah, the, ex- the it going through the water were kind of cheesy and yeah. and and it was oddly dirty, which I, <laughs> right. I didn't understand. I didn't understand how when it was up on the, it was just a big black, you know, thing when it was riding on the surface, yeah. and then when you see it underwater, it's it's got moss and like different colors right. and stuff and dust and you're like wow you know somebody needs to clean their submarine you know That's right but clean clean your submarine and i also wanted to Always point out clean so, your submarine i <laughs> especially if it's gonna go into tight spaces i did this terrible terrible film called tra- crash dive story time story time with mick 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 
Yes, uh, I was going to ask about that. Well, it, I, I was going to... Which, gonna, by the way, is a, almost... I think it's... It does it rival the title, how terrible it is? The Hunter Killer Hunter Crash Killer Dive? Crash Dive? Which is eh, worse. Hard to tell. I think Hunter Killer is worse. Hard. You know, we were supposed to make it a nuclear sub, but all, the best we could do is make it look like a really poor example of a... Uh, 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 of a diesel sub oh. you know but uh we had the control room was separate from the the uh, it we did set up an interesting set though uh that was uh supposed to, that was like two long uh steel rails and then another two steel rails that were supposed to be decks oh okay and the thing is is uh put them up so that you know the first steel rail is up about three feet and so you could get a camera underneath it and run the camera uh, underneath it and look up through the, the two steel decks, ah, yeah. you know, uh, with the perforated metal. And so it, it, I mean, you know, it, it looked pretty good. Um, it was like a zero. It was a very, very low budget. It was like Corman kind of like money. But uh, it was a perfect example. It was, TV? It was made for TV, right? Or am I thinking wrong? <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. I think it was made for foreign. Oh. And Michael Dukoff, right? You know, so ah. uh, got to be made for form. <laughs> um, so yeah, that um, we we had gimbaled the, uh, you know, we put a gimbal on the uh, the deck of the 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 main room, the control room, and you know, so that we could tilt it and stuff. And oh. they and they they seem to have really done the same thing on there because i'm i'm almost 100 percent sure that the the main uh the main control room had to have been a set i mean yeah because they had to have had control over it. it it was very large and but but so much of it was really pretty well done i mean you know it, it was convincing i mean certainly more can I, I mean they must have had a pretty good budget to pull that together yeah. or they you know actually I, I i don't think they could have actually filmed because uh, they were outside of the borders of the edge of the sub most of the time you know it, just in in that room yeah you know, well, it had so, to be the shoot it all yeah it had to it had to be on a gimbal and and uh but uh at the time at, at, at the same time uh <laughs> that was straight to video looked like Crash oh down. was it yeah i'm pretty sure uh yeah it's a um uh, it was, uh, oh. what can I say? You know, when, when you, uh, actually Frederick Forrest. Was uh, that the one that you said you, f you fell off a set or something? I was going to, I was going to tell the story about that, <laughs> that, that set that had the, uh, the two rails on it. You know, the, it turned out the very top of that set was, uh, let's see, this is three, four, uh, and then we had this one section that I was climbing up in. I was about 17 feet high and, uh, and I reached, for, <coughs> I did the typical, the, the, the standard mistake, you know, I reached for something that was made out of foam that I thought would be a great handhold. <laughs> right. And that didn't work out well. <laughs> so I broke two ribs and, uh, I, I, I just remember, boy, I remember looking up and I passed out for just a moment, you know, landed on my back, but landed on something. And, and, and I looked up and I could tell I was in trouble because I had, a uh, uh, William Jackson was, uh, uh, 
he was on my crew and he was black. And when I was looking up, uh, my eyes opened to a white William Jackson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and all the face had bl- all the color had drained from his face as he looks right down on me. And I look up and I go, oh, shit. <laughs> what have I done? That's all I could think of because I was completely numb. You know, I mean, <laughs> you, you don't feel anything when you do that you right, know yeah. for for a little bit and and so i jumped up and i said hey i'm fine no 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 don't worry about me and i'm heading towards the exit <laughs> the exit of the stage which actually empties onto another stage and i get to the door and i open the door and uh <laughs> this sign is uh who's just coming to work is walking across that stage he's halfway across the empty stage as i open the door and and Come, <laughs> I open the door and I get two steps uh, into the empty stage that he's walking across, and I just fell flat on my face. Oh man! Passed out. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> at least you get out the set. Yeah, at least I got. I I mean, I I made the perfect exit. You know, the, hey guys, oh, I'm great. <laughs> Through the door, bam, <laughs> right on my face. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good time held by had by all. Yeah, no, that, you know what? Ne- never, um, never be in the middle of a really stressful situation you can't get a- out of, and then break a couple of ribs in the middle of it because there's nothing anybody can do for two broken ribs. There's just nothing. Right. I mean, the doctor just kind of goes, "Hey, here's some pain pills that are gonna just whack you out completely." And um yeah, yeah. Ugh. It was it was tra- I I remember going down the street after uh I, I was at the house for one day before I got so many phone calls and I was being yelled at so often that I just had to go to work so I popped two of these pills and got in my car and started to try and drive across town. Oh, my God. You know what? I I remember distinctly. I remember having an out loud conversation with my foot about as to whether as as to what pedal to push on right you know it was bad bad. you know it was like but look what came out of it this amazing movie that (laughs) people talk about still to this day (laughs) yeah michael dudikoff his best work yeah well you know what can i say yeah, no, it, it, it's it's a star on my ground. I will tell you that. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, vicious. So anyway, Hunter Killer, we gotta we gotta rate it. I thought the action was pretty decent. The dialogue was terrible. Some of the acting was okay. You know what? To me, it was so bad. Yeah. It, it, well, I, I felt like it was a Steven Seagal movie. Like, the first half, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm watching Steven Seagal, but he's not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I have a question about, it seems odd that people that are wearing masks, like, if they're flying and they're paratroopers, or they're, they're jumping out of airplanes, and they're swimming with scuba gear, right? they probably wouldn't have full beards, would they? You, you Actually, my son, my, my son had to get rid of his beard uh, because he became a firefighter. Yeah, because the you mask can't, would be. Because of the mask. Right. So he can't have a beard anymore because the mask doesn't do you any Seems good. Seems like scuba gear yeah, they're no, using wouldn't work. No, you, you couldn't. So no, there were a no lot way. of beards in this movie. There were a lot of beards in this movie, yeah. So yeah. I feel like I lost some points there. Um, and there was a lot of facial hair. 
and that damn gum <laughs> and talking out of the side of your mouth. You know, there there was something that I learned when I was researching uh, for uh, uh, for Crash Dive that that kept bugging me when I kept looking at this is that uh, before when, when a, a, a nuclear sub starts out, you know, they have food everywhere in the sub. It is packed oh, yeah. everywhere. Because they're there for months, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, like almost a and, year it, sometimes. Yeah, and so, it, the, you know, anything that, that doesn't spoil is packed in amongst the, the torpedoes and, yeah. and, and in the booths. And yeah, it, it, every little cranny, nook and cranny, is filled up with um with, with food. And, and the funny thing about it is, is as a production designer, I'm not 100% sure that I would do that unless I made unless there was a scriptural point about it. Right. But I would kind of argue that there should be a scriptural point about it and then I would do it. But it bothers me when they all jump into a sub now and it's crystal clean. Yeah, and it's and, and sparkly be, clean. Because there isn't really uh very much space oh, yeah. storage space for for food i mean literally they figure that it's going to be used and and it's just packed all over the place yeah. and so i i, I just kind of <laughs> kind of gets to me when 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 they they start out from port and in you know the, the whole and they showed us pictures of everything yeah in the very beginning of the film and and you know there was nothing anywhere you know so uh just a little you, you know, one of those stupid things that that you, you learn too much of, and, and and then you know you have to back back into movie mode in order to yeah, because you know, most people don't. Yeah, I wouldn't know to, that right exactly to get the job done. The torpedo guy lost his ham sandwich because that's a war. Yeah, the sandwich is out there with a the torpedo now. <laughs> Fire the torpedo tube <laughs> and just all these Christmas hams go shooting out into the water. <laughs> so Look, I don't think they put food. Well, I, I think that I think that we must have killed them. There's ham everywhere. <laughs> wow, floating to the surface. Wow, there's an idea for Peter Jackson. See, he should do. Yeah, I don't know. there anyway. you go. So, um, where you at? I'm the one that usually goes first. You're waiting for me, aren't you? No. You're waiting for me to say. I'm actually. My, my, I'm, I'm gonna probably gonna go low. You're gonna go low. Two point one. And it's, I would have well, given it a two point five if it wasn't for the damn gum and the facial hair. Well, you see, t- going with two point five. And Gary Oldman, if he would have been middle. up here instead of down here, I would have given him a couple <laughs> points. So we'd be up to <laughs> almost three. So, yeah. and, and we keep talking about two point five is the middle. Yeah. And two two so off. Two point one is where I am. Two, two, yeah. So you're below, below and average. I'm going to be a little bit above. So I'm I'm going to go like a two point eight. Wow. So that balances wow. us out really. So it's yeah. so it's it's a, a dead neutral film. Yeah. We're right at two point five when you average us all out. So I guess our it's eh, that's kind of how we describe it. Eh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's better than eh for me and a little bit worse than eh for you. <laughs> so yeah. So there you go. Um anything else that, any other wisdom? I, I Wisdom, <laughs> wisdom. I, I almost la- I try not to throw up when I said that. You know, I, yeah. I I have to I have to say that uh, I just went to a meeting of the seventy two hour film challenge. Yeah, right, tonight oh. and um, 
I was kind of asked by Brian McLaughlin. Uh, he, he was saying, well, you know, what we want to do is uh, kind of uh, give a critique of the films. And, and, and I think I was a little bit hard on everybody. <laughs> oh, well, I felt bad it. about it. You know, I I don't know that I'm a really uh, good prick. Uh, I mean, I'm not good at being a prick. Uh, well, actually, I am. But you know, the the thing is, I was trying to be funny about it. But uh, but 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 you know, I I, I was uh, I was just trying to bring up only the bad points. <laughs> oh, is, is, there was one of the there was one of the other uh, producers. Tanner would say, but how about this? And I was like, well, some, 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 some. We were the Simon Cowell. <laughs> I was. I the was old being, Simon Cowell. I was, I was playing old Simon Cowell. Yeah. So, um, you know. Which, by the way, I think I'm going to do one next year. And I was going to try to get you involved. And it's going to involve salad, I think. I, I still think that idea is brilliant. Simon Cowell and salad? No, no. Mick Strawn makes a salad. I've already said too much. <laughs> But I'll give you my. I'll, I'll pitch my idea after yeah, I turn you, off the you, microphone. You, you pitch. You pitch that to me. In fact, I have to like take that out because okay, I don't want anybody yeah. to know what uh, the title yeah, is. Yeah, because you know, because right. It's such a great title. Are you saying. Yeah. Because. 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 Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa on any pod, iTunes, Google Play, we're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and of course, Facebook. You can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. <laughs>